comes back to bed and his wife said, uh, who is that? And he said, oh, some stranger who wanted to push. And uh, I just, I told him I couldn't help him. And she said, what if that was you? What if you needed a push in the middle of the night? And, um, and he said, uh, Ugh, you're right, fine. So he got dressed and he went out into the darkness and yelled, hey, man, are you still there? Do you still need help? And the guy yells back, yeah, I do. And he said, where are you? And he said, I'm over here on the swing. Very good. I, I was like, where's this going to go? I also want to immediately apologize. I love that one. <laughs> that I, I really, that one I really enjoyed. Maybe it's because I haven't done these in person in a while, but like, I, I, I was very pleased. I love it. Is there a joke from another comedian that you wish you could steal? You can wish that it's in their act. It's another world where this person's story bit, anything is now in your act. You can tell it. And people be like, great joke, Tig. Yeah. I don't know the guy's name. If somebody can write into your show and tell me who this guy is. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first moved to Los Angeles over 20 years ago, I think I was at the Laugh Factory. And this guy, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, he was like, yeah, apparently whatever percentage of sh all shark attacks happen closest to shore. And he's like, well, that's where all the people is. <laughs> Simple. Uh, <laughs> man, if you had that joke, yeah, everything would be <laughs> different. Yeah. I love that joke. I mean, that's, that is, that is where all the people is. Um, do you have a, a short story um, of an interaction with a legendary comedian living or dead? I did The View. And when I was a kid, I used to, you know, stay up late and sneak and watch HBO mm. and, you know, watch stand up and one person shows. And, uh, and I loved Whoopi Goldberg and she was so vulgar and edgy. And, you know, I had to keep the volume down like I did with Richard Pryor and, yeah. and everybody else. And, and, uh, so I did the view and it was, you know, the vibe of the view. <laughs> <laughs> and it's there's moments where I forget that Whoopi Goldberg is mm -hmm. the other Whoopi Goldberg. Not that she's not the same person, but like yes, she's not doing yeah, like really she's not studied doing abortion character. jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't shy away from much anyway, even on the View. But um, you know, anyway, so I'm walking off of the set with Whoopi, and I even though I was just on her show, it was still kind of a little yeah. unsettling to be like, hey, Whoopi, um, 
you know, also aware that she hears all the time. I'm a fan. Love your work. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I said, oh, I just wanted to let you know that I just, I grew up just watching all your stuff. And I, I really love your comedy. And she said, oh, thank you. And, uh, and she just stopped in her tracks and she took her shoes off and uh, didn't like pick them up and hand them to me. She just took her shoes off and she said, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you my shoes. And it was Christmas time. And I don't know if you know, but on The View, they have a shoe cam for Whoopi shoes because they're so crazy. So they check in with the Whoopi shoe cam, apparently, which I didn't know, but Stephanie told me. She's like, that's hilarious. She said her shoes are so outrageous that they check in on the Whoopi shoe cam. And I said, yeah. Um, anyway, so Whoopi takes her shoes off and she said, I want to give you my shoes. And they, it was Christmas time and the shoes were Rudolph high heels. The tips of them were red noses. Mm -hmm. um, they were little reindeer high heel shoes. And so I can't explain the awkwardness of remaining in conversation with Whoopi as I'm looking at her bending down, grabbing her shoes and saying, oh, thank you. And as I'm saying thank you, realizing what am I thanking her for? Like what, <laughs> to give me her shoes? It was the weirdest moment. And I walk out of the building after the taping, carrying these high heel Rudolph the Red Nose reindeer shoes that belong to Whoopi Goldberg. And I fly him back to LA with me. And, you know, like I said, it's Christmas time. My brother's in town, yeah. my sister-in-law are in town and family, everyone's there. And I unpack and I said, I <laughs> have this story and told everyone, I put down Whoopi's shoes. Everybody in my family whose feet fit in the, to those shoes, put them on and ran around our house in Whoopi Goldberg shoes. And to this day, every Christmas, Whoopi's Rudolph high heel shoes go on our mantle. So that is, I guess, a short story. Is that was so? That's yeah, it's great. Um, thank you so much. That's this is the yeah. end. this is the end of the interview. That is a very good way of ending it. Well, good. Thank you. That's it for another episode of Good One. You can watch Boyish Girl Interrupted and Drawn on HBO Max. Follow Tig's cat on Instagram at the real fluff Nataro. Good one is produced by myself, Jelani Carter, and Camila Salazar. Godman Shrikashin did our theme song. Write review and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Email any comments, questions, or laughing around suggestions to goodonepodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at goodonepodcast. I'm Jesse David Fox, and you can follow me at Jesse David Fox. Good one is a production of Vulture and the Vox Media Podcast Network. We'll be back next Thursday with Sam Richardson. Have a good one.